This is the Dave and Checky Show. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the tumultuous life of the inchworm. No. And its place in society. No. Uh, I'm sorry, the silkworm. <laughs> what a mistake. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome, 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 everyone, to this uh, video version of Middle Age Cool Kids' super terrific podcast featuring your pals. Tony and Bobby. Am I Bobby? You never know. Okay. Tony and Bobby uh, are what? What? They're on vacation in Fire Island. Oh, okay. Well, uh, excellent. I'm sure they're having a blast. Why did you think of that? I don't know. You ever go to Fire Island? I have never been to Fire Island. I li- used to live in Long Beach, but I was uh, That reminds me of a Coldplay joke. I didn't realize there were Coldplay jokes. Yes, they're inappropriate. I see. So tell me. Can I just say something that is really painfully obvious to me? What's that? I am five foot six, five foot five, three quarters, perhaps. You are five, ten and a half, perhaps? Hey, take it ish. Why am I towering over you on this couch? Because I like to lay back. Oh, I see. I'm laid back. You're up in front. I am. I'm up front, drinking my... Pepsi. You're the Neil Cassidy of this bus, baby. What does that mean? You're driving a bus. You're Neil Cassidy on the road. Excellent. That's, uh, that's Well, excellent. it's not on the road. It's real life. On the road was Dean Moriarty. Anyway. Talking Dean Moriarty. All right. Is that what you wanted to talk about today? Because that is no, not what I have No, but that reminds me of Kerouac on the Steve Allen show. I see. Boom. Boom. Uh. I don't know. I must. I think I've used that in a podcast at some point because uh, I'm very familiar with that clip. All right. He's like at a piano or something and reading. Yes. Yes. All it's right. Beat man. It's like beat poetry. Your beat. Wow. Uh, wow. Your beat. Anyway, um, today. Look, we watch a lot of YouTube. I personally watch a lot of YouTube, and I have seen PewDiePie and Cinnamon Toast Ken watching ridiculous shit and commenting on it, and it's been quite entertaining, uh, even if we have no idea what the ridiculous shit is. Like, sometimes it's like shows like 90 Day Fiance or something, or stuff like that we just that we don't watch at all. And so today, Dave and I are going to be reacting to an old school show. Dave has no idea what it is because... Good. uh, I thought I forgot. Oh, you told me and I didn't listen. (laughs) That does happen quite a bit, but that is not the case today. Um, In honor of the recent Shark Week, you know, I was watching Shark Week on Discovery Plus and there was so much fun shark stuff David Dobrik and his friends went and did some Shark Week stuff. Uh, the lovely Tara Reid and Yucky. I... Yucky what? Yucky stuff. Which one? Sharks are to be cherished, man. This is giving sharks a bad name, bro. The lovely T- Tara Reid and Ian Ziering. Uh, That's also, Ian, man. He says Ian. Yeah. I mean, who am I to say? Well, I am, because I'm uh, my middle name's Ian. I see. And I am not Ian. Perhaps. There's no I and Ian. Maybe your Boy, middle yes, name is Ian. I am. Did you ever ask? 
All I can tell you is my two first names are David and then Ian. So I'm a Davidian. Oh, okay. Excellent for everyone. Yes, um, follow me. Is that why you're so uh, weirdly opinionated? No, opinionated. Oh. Is that why I have several wives? No. What? What? I don't know. I'm a Davidian. I see. Anyway. Um, opinionated, yes. Ian Ziering, Tara Reed, who is lovely. Ian Ziering, that sounds like you a fake. Let that me sounds get like a fake ring. What was that? Zerk? Zerk? What is it called? Oh, uh, cubic zirconia? Yeah, iron zeering. I see. That thing's made of iron zeering. Maybe it's iron's earring. Whoa! Whoa! That dude should open a fucking jewelry company. Iron zeering. It's right there. This is my life every day. Um, okay, so. They did a Sharknado type of uh, Shark Week show, which was very fun. Really scripted and, I mean, ridiculously scripted. I just got to say. Yes. A Sharknado. Yes. Now, is that a vacuum cleaner? It is not. Well, it should be. Okay. Shark vacuum should make a Sharknado edition. Maybe they've tried, but the licensing is too expensive. On the bottom, a big shark's mouth. Ah. <laughs> All right, go on. I'm sorry. Oh. What were you saying? Anyway, in... I guess in the spirit of Shark Week, in celebration of Shark Week, and uh, all things sharks. How do you celebrate Shark Week without fucking Robert Shaw? You know what I'm saying? Well, he's not with us anymore. But he's on the wall. He's on the wall. Yes, he is. What wall is that? The wall behind us that you can't see. Robert Shaw's name is on the wall. Okay. Dave's alluding to the secret... Uh, curtains I've put up so you don't see how messy the house is behind. Whoa, I didn't Robert want him to Shaw bring it right up, up on the wall. but uh, perhaps, you know. All right. Are you ready, Dave? Yes. Today, we are watching In Search Of, from 1978, The Shark, wor- uh, the shark Worshippers. Worshippers. Are you ready? Shark Worshippers. I don't think that's a thing. Well, apparently it is. Are they in Hawaii? We'll see. They'll tell us. Whoever enters the sea risks the remote yet ever-present possibility of shark attack. Is this the Fiji Islands? He'll tell us. It's definitely not Florida. That's true. Those are some monster waves. Is that Ian Zarin? It is not. Who was Big Surfer in 78? Armed with sharp teeth, abrasive skin, and powerful jaws, sharks can strike anyone at any time and in any waters. Not any waters. Are they going to show us attacks? Or are you telling just... me a shark's going to attack in a lake? Well, lucky any waters. Only cuts and bruises. How about Roger Williams? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those Roger's children have no clothes on. Predator. I bet their belly buttons were out. Stop it. I don't want, I don't know what you're talking to. Don't be that way. Whatever that way is. When I was a kid, I went swimming with kids and they had their belly buttons, but they were out. Maybe they were hungry or something. You know who had a huge Audi belly button? Jackie the Joke Man Martling. Yeah. You don't want to know how I know. That's true. That is a tiny shark. With only a piece of driftwood, she managed to rescue them. 
Okay. Spear fisherman Floyd Pear nearly lost his leg. Ooh. Pearl diver Iona Asai nearly lost his head. Wow. Without any warning, something hit That's me. That's not figurative. Recalled cameraman Henri Bourse. The shark had taken his I leg. Mean, oh, I thought Ian Zeering said they weren't on the menu. An arm, a shoulder, I don't know. They're not on the menu. How come These all those guys died? Leonard Nimoy is saying differently. They're not on the menu, but those clothing are. The clothing are. Oh, I don't want one of those. Mm -hmm. Whoever searches for the shark must realize that he places his life in great jeopardy. And That's very cool. Yeah, back then they even had that. Mr. B should get that. To the untrained eye, this shark might appear to be retreating. Just moments after these pictures were taken, however, it suddenly attacked. Oh, shit. Marine biologist Dr. Walter Stark managed to escape, but his submarine was severely damaged. Oh, snap. This is a reenactment. Is it? Whoever I don't think you can get a shark to reenact, but that's not a that's that not a big shark. The hand that feeds them. This is this came out, I guess this is probably have waters, to do with Jaws being out recently. The shark cage. Standard equipment for divers. The shark bubble. Underwater observation in comfort and safety. Shark bubble. These are, those the are shark small bag. sharks. Effective camouflage for victims of air and sea disasters. It has replaced old-fashioned shark repellent, which was distributed... Here we have placed the town idiots. Shark repellent? I thought that came in a can on the bat utility belt. Yeah, it's the village idiot. What? What outfit is that? Oh! To attract a shark. It says it confuses them. They like zebras. But here we are, what, 40 years later? And those have not... Those have not caught on, those striped wetsuits. Yeah, they did. They're jail uniforms. The most widely used protective device is the simplest. A stick. <laughs> a clout on the nose or a poke at the body is often sufficient to discourage an overly curious shark from getting too close. Again, these are really not large sharks. These are not Jaws-level sharks. You can probably push that one away with a stick. If a shotgun shell is attached to the end of the stick, it becomes a lethal weapon called a bang stick. Bang stick? Oh, fuck! Wrong with these people. What the fuck? The Why did you do that? Armed with a bang stick is in mortal danger, however, when a shark signals it is about to attack. Arched back, downward pointed fins, erratic swimming. It means that the animal's territorial it, borders. I wonder why they attack when they always get killed by bang sticks. You know, attack. if they were killing me with bang sticks, I would have an instinct to attack also. Dude, I have to say, I have not heard again the of a bang stick a shark si is a since. Scientists are only beginning okay, to she's understand flailing. how a shark finds its target. Is it flailing? Because she's flailing. All living creatures radiate minute electromagnetic fields. Usually detectable only with the most sensitive instruments. Lazy river. Even uh, yeah. a small electric current passed through water in which a shark is swimming is sensed by the animal. Oh, this should be shit. called shark torture. Shark may be able to navigate. By no, they that what that. And stalk its victims electronically. Oh, the shark's eye is, is a highly sensitive. What the fuck are they doing? In the dimmest light, it enhances contrast okay. and detects fast movement. An ideal adaptation for locating prey in dark, murky waters. This is ghoulish, right? 
It seems abusive to sharks, I tell you. And we're not Imagine if sharks were doing these kind of in, uh, experiments on humans. Yeah, well, we would make them extinct. <clears throat> Maybe that's why aliens do that to us. They abduct us and then they do fucked up shit to us. Maybe the sharks are the aliens. Maybe you're going in a whole other direction. Excuse me. Okay, what is that? This canoe are dumping bushels of fish scraps. The waste of a tuna cannery. You're the waste of a tuna cannery. It's Leonard Nimoy. He's a American legend. More no, Leonard Nimoy. The sense of smell is legendary. I guess I don't know what that is. Isn't that the guy who did all those crazy paintings? The sports paintings? His name is Leonard Neiman? I thought so. You're probably right. I always confuse it too. I always think it's Peter Max or something. Peter Max, it's another catch. Did he do similar paintings? No, but he did pop art in the 60s. He had a very distinct style. Okay, they have a lot of waste. They could be feeding cats with that. You're lucky they're not throwing cats overboard. If they start doing that shit, I'm gonna be really angry. This show's not up to snuff. I don't know, for me in the 70s, this was must-see TV. You weren't into it? Uh, I might have been into it, I'm just saying. This is the savage spectacle of shark frenzy. That whole bang stick thing was not happening, man. Yeah, that was fucked up. I so, quite frankly, if the sharks eat these two guys, I don't care. Well, I don't think those two guys are the In my mind, they're guys. responsible. Okay, they're not. They're just dumping tuna heads. Well, who told them to do that? Somebody. Who the hell paid them to do that? Why aren't they out there doing it? Well, he seems to enjoy it. See? Fiji. I told you it's Fiji. See? People do worship the sharks. Well, why are they hurting them? Oh, Less than 50 years ago, sacrificial victims were strangled on coral stone altars and thrown to the sharks. Jesus. But the missionaries who filmed Marian. these That's Joseph. a stage dance. What's going on here? It's a shark dance. Shark God. I guess. I would not advise doing this. human lives have been sacrificed well, that's a to the shirt. shark God. He needs an undershirt. No, he's cool. True believers. The shark worshippers, however, can still be found. Me and Leonard are on the same page. Beyond the it's a Jew dress code. <laughs> I don't like that page. I like an undershirt. Yeah, could be that. He's got no shirt at all. He's got a protector of is that a shark or? Ally of fishermen. He's all shark toothed His up. His name is still remembered with reverence in modern day Fiji. Fiji. Tradition says Tuvu Harbor is the sacred ancestral home of Dakawanga. That's picture now, picturesque. It is an exclusive resort. That's not awesome. tourists, however. Never it is. I don't know what it is. But the women of Yanuda Island. Uh -oh, are we gonna see boobs? This is where they filmed Gilligan's Island, the real one. There's Gilligan. He's transgender now. The only person ever oh, Gilligan. Gilligan. Because now he's Gilligan. Gilligan. A woman who did not believe in the shark god. On another island. A tourist fell overboard and was immediately When do you think Okay, do you think A in Fiji in 1978 they were still doing this or do you think this is completely made up? Uh they might still be doing this. You think it's they're still doing it now too? No, I don't know about now. Like what when did they stop? Stop doing what? Strangling people and putting them on the coral so the shark could eat them. Oh. No, they're not doing that anymore. 
But it's only been 40 years. That's a blip. When his boat sank far out at sea. You think the internet? He says for two days and two nights, he rode on the back of a huge shark, which carried him to shore with an escort of smaller sharks. Liar. He's a fibber. I'm sorry to tell you. Doctors occasionally include the shark god in their incantations. Chondroya, one of the most powerful witch doctors, regularly toasts Dakawanga as he drinks a native potion. Dakawanga. Twice a year, he and his apprentice perform the ritual of the sacred tooth. They believe yes. the shark god appears at midnight to accept the offering. That's a big tooth. Fables and symbolic ceremonies are all that remain of what was once the all-powerful religion of Fiji. See? So that was their... Missionaries and other new that was their entire religion from his throne in most of the South Pacific Islands in the tiny village of Laulasi, however That doesn't look like a shark to me. It looks like a stingray Did we miss it where he said something about a stingray? In the Solomon Islands the people of Laulasi cling precariously to the Stone Age That's pretty I ain't gonna lie Adventurer Terry Hannigan is returning to the mysterious island where pagan priests once accepted him as a brother. Terry Hannigan. Once. And not anymore. I bet all of this shit is gone. I bet this is all resort. Probably. I was lucky enough to witness a lot of occurrences. We need to do a where are they now? My ability. Where not is him. Terry Hannigan? That guy, where's he now? Calling Particularly the Titanic Terry. shark. You think Terry Hannigan's alive or you think he got eaten by a shark? I don't know. I'd like to know. We can look. Now, on two occasions, Bosco Nonne, the shark priest, was able to call these in virtually on order. Uh, this was quite the amazing shark to me priest. because the animals came from down current where they couldn't have scented the blood from the sacrifice that was put in the water. And it was just one of those things where you say to yourself, there certainly are some new things under the sun. Are those little children starving, or do they just have big bellies? The people's two main cultural backbones have been the worship of their ancestors through the spirit shark and through the making of shell money. Did he have a tail? What was that coming off of his back? I noticed a lot of the old ways changing. A lot of the familiar faces are no longer here. A lot of the people have moved away. So the general tenor of village life is missing. The young people all seem to be drawn to the capital where dollars and bright lights seem to beckon them. And it's really sad <laughs> what for a me cutie. To, to have to witness it. That's a cutie. So, yeah. What kind of something? Hurry up and light that thing, for fuck's sake. Let a man enjoy his cigarette. has a talk in pidgin English with the villagers. His friend Ramo tells him that the people are bitter and confused. A group of unscrupulous businessmen and corrupt officials from the capital persuaded them to deposit all their worldly wealth in a bank and then embezzled the money. Oh my God. Destitute. Sios tells another sad story. The young people are moving away for jobs on the mainland. Even worse, they are abandoning the shark god Bekwa. Sios fears a terrible curse. I guarantee you, none of this stuff is here. Only the there is no more talk of shark gods down there. Okay. This, I bet this last 40 or so years has just... If Bekwa answers, the curse will be broken. 
eliminated cannot, all of this. The people must assume their shock god has deserted them. Mm -hmm. Before the sacrifice can take place, the living dead must be consulted. Uh-oh. A 90-year-old holy man who calls himself Moses will play a key role. He lives alone in a hut, taboo to all but a few lesser priests. His days are spent talking to the ghosts of the dead. He will pray to the shark spirit for the blessing of his ancestors for what is about to occur. What is about to occur? If a loved one dies in Lolasi, the body is fed to the sacred sharks. Only the head is preserved, wrapped in leaves. They are sacrificing someone on this show. No, he's already dead. He is talking to the dead whose spirit lives on in the body of the shark. In a sacred glen behind the taboo hut, oh, a pit boy. 20 feet deep has been dug to hold 17 generations of Laulasi skulls. These people are unsanitary. Times of Good riddance. Those are people that they sacrifice, bro. That's what I'm saying. They sacrifice somebody and then they just keep the skull and they toss it. approval to proceed with the ceremony. Are they going to kill somebody? Visit the Jeffrey Dahmer tribe. Men dance in honor of Bekwa. He who helps them to find fish. He who dances wrong gets sacrificed. He who guides their boats to safety. This takes James Brown finding band members for messing up parts to a whole nother level. Fucking what the? Sikuru delivers the ceremonial pig. A few generations ago, the sacrifice would have been human. Huh? Why are they sacrificing a pig? Because the cameras are on. You think it would be a person if the, the cameras weren't there? Why not? The according to the secret ways of their faith. These people are nuts. This is crazy. This would never be on TV today, right? No. Women call on Bequa to protect their men and children. Quite frankly, to keep any renegade sharks from YouTube should be removing this. Well, <laughs> this is a village where everyone. Why do you th why do you say that? Because they censor so much other stuff, and they allow this. Yet, the Lalasi claim that no villager has ever been attacked by a shark, except one man. Is it the boobs? You think? The power of Bequa. What do you mean? Is it the boobs? Do you think they should censor it because of boobs? The no. The no. is about to begin. Mysteriously, it's inhumane. Gathered in the it's near fucking the hut. It's Just whack. The whole thing is whack. Shark priests appear. But you, Terry, Ramo, you're not interested in what cultures did 40 years ago. In a religious communion, which has been shared by the Lolasi people and the sharks. <sighs> is it whack years. that you that these people did that, or it's whack that we're being shown that people do that? They just have not progressed as a society enough. We haven't? They haven't. Maybe they have by now, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because they all got embezzled and pushed out. The sacrifice and now it's normal because people took over. With a prayer to the spirit shark. 20 yards away, children play unafraid. No! 
the great spirit shark appears. An awesome ten-footer. I mean, do they have fucking sewage system? Do they have plumbing? I don't think so. I mean, I think these are in the 70s. This is not like this is the 1500s. No, but I think the I think this village is without electricity. But does not bite. I mean, we gotta recycle, and this guy's washing in the water. Well, this is, again, 40 years ago. Wow. Other sharks move in expectantly, ready for their part in the drama. What am I looking at there? Now, Bosikuru must pray to Bekwa. Let the spirit shark be the first to strike. Suddenly, Bekwa takes the sacrifice. Faith has been rewarded. The devil has been defeated. All right, that's just utter insanity. That's weird. The others move in quickly, finishing off the sacrifice in a sudden frenzy. The ancient bond between man and This is uneducated folklore leading your life. This almost seems like it's not real. Right? Songs of praise to Bekwa now ring throughout Laulasi. The shark god has answered. Do you think this is real or staged? I don't know. These people will always Is that Tom Green? Not, why would you think it looks like this? Anything like He's got cabbage on his head. I see. I've got a lot of good friends here. People who will still be friends of mine in a lot of years to come, even though their way of life uh, may not out. I gotta look friendship. up. What's his name? Terry Hannigan? Is it? I think so. Luckily enough, Bosgrunone, the shark priest, is still able to call sharks and still able to call the particular shark they worship. But one wonders that with his passing, will this continue? It saddens me to think that this centuries-old way of life may very soon shudder to a halt. The Lolasi people represent the final spiritual link between man and shark. They alone. Apparently, Fiji still is big into sharks. They alone call on the shark god and have their prayers answered. They gotta keep that shit away. Powers over the sea monster we fear. Their secret will be lost forever with the passing of the ancient religion. When their culture dies out. There will be nobody left to love the shark. Dude, the sharks love the sharks. Is it over? It's over. What the hell? Why are we so concerned with loving the sharks? Like, take care of themselves. Well, that's why I thought we would do this because shark week or whatever, but you seem to be troubled by these, these people who worship sharks. Yeah, well, uh, it just <laughs> seems inhumane. That they thing, worship sharks? That they worship sharks, that they sacrifice things to sharks. They, I don't know. They were, shark, they were sacrificing people to sharks. People, pigs, the whole thing. Sharks do fine on their own. Don't feed them people or pigs. I gotta agree. But they, that was We're not even allowed to feed them. the pigeons in some places. You're sacrificing to sharks? Shame on you. I don't know what to say. Shark worshippers. I can't seem to find Terry Hennigan anywhere else but this episode. Really? 
Let me let me look. Let me perhaps use a different search engine. Terry, we hardly knew you. No. This might be fake then. Well, I mean, he's only mentioned in that context. Shark episode. Let me do. Let me do Terry Hannigan adventurer. Oh yes, that's how they described him. Whatever that is. What's, what does an adventurer do? They go on adventures. Hannigan Motorsports. No. Captain Hannigan. Is that some sort of playing card? I think it's. I think it's like Wow or something. I'm not sure. All right, now I find that highly suspect that he does not exist outside of this episode. Perhaps this whole thing has been made up. Terry Hannigan, you got a lot of explaining to do. Let's see. Fiji Villagers Shark Worship. I'm looking at the list of religions in Fiji. Methodists, Catholics... Assemblies of God, Seventh-day Adventists, Anglican, other Christian, Hindu, Muslim, Sikh, other, and no religion. I don't see anything about shark, shark priests. Was this not true? Do any of you out there know whether this is true or not? Maybe back in the day, as I'd say, like other, other time periods. It says Fiji was Christianized in the 19th century. Let's do, let me look up Shark Priest. Good name for a band. It says the page Shark Priest does not exist. Shark Priest. Dakakwa. That sounds familiar. Dakuwaka? Dakuwaka? What a strange angle for them to go on this show when it seems like it's not a real big thing. Well, again, I think we have to recall the time. We've got Jaws, probably Jaws 2 coming out as well at that point. Mm. So people are all into sharks. And uh, I, I, that's, my guess is that's what happened, that people were, sharks were a big deal. What about in popular culture? What does it say? Shark God. You know what the problem is, is that I just can't see very well with these glasses. They're only, they're not close up, so I'm having trouble. Um, American writer Jeff Vandermeer wrote a story about Dakawaka that can be found in his book, The Third Bear. Hmm. Dakawaka is featured and recreated in the third episode of the TV miniseries Beast Legends, he is the father of the famous villain King Shark of DC Universe. <laughs> and he is an Atlantean bioweapon in the Earth Prime setting of the Mutants and Masterminds role-playing game. Interesting. So. Well, I would say that they probably took some liberties in the making of this episode. Well, you know, like Nanook of the North, which is like supposed to be one of the first documentaries mm -hmm. about uh, this guy in, in Alaska. Mm -hmm. It was scripted. So I just, I just don't think that 
in search of, and Terry Hannigan showed up on this Fiji village, came upon this Fiji village at the right time where they were just about to do this ancient ceremony. Uh, you know, like, I just, I just don't like, I don't feel it. I think it was bullshit. Scripted. I think it was scripted. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little ashamed, but I bet you this was a very high rated episode because of the shark, the shark, uh, frenzy that was going on in the U.S. in the mid to late 70s. Well, that's, that probably makes sense. <clears throat> All right. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Uh, let's leave the sharks alone. Okay. Like Brittany? Free the sharks. Leave Brittany alone? Don't leave her too much alone. She needs someone. Mm, she doesn't need what's going on. No. God bless her. Free Brittany. Someone had ordered some shirts. They said free Brittany. They would have something happened, but they spelled it wrong. Like Brittany. B-R-I-T-A-N-Y. So they got stuck with 10,000 shirts they couldn't sell. Who did that? I don't know. I saw it online. Oh, boy. Who's, who does that? Who makes the misspelling? I mean, she spells it in a... I think Brittany is spelled several different ways. and if That's you, like making a share shirt and having it spelled with an S. But how do you not know? How, how are you not? You are putting X amount of dollars and this is going to be your big deal. Or did he buy them and they, and they misspelled it? Maybe he should have sent them to England. Why? I don't know. We can use my rear. Brittany. It's kind of Britannish. Oh. Yeah? Usually like old shirts go to... Uh, like Africa or something, right? To those poor kids in Africa? Yes. Isn't that what they do for, um, like, don't they make both, like, winning teams for, like, Super Bowl or World Series? So they have, like, X amount of shirts for both teams and for whoever wins. And then they have all these other shirts and that no one will ever buy. So they just kind of donate them. Some, I don't know, so someone in Africa is wearing a shirt that has a false world champion on it? That's right. That's insanity. There's probably, you know, thousands of them. That doesn't even make any sense. Well, they don't know. They don't know who. They don't care. That's terrible. It's just a shirt to them. They don't care. Maybe they have it inside out. Maybe they really don't care and they just wear it inside out. I don't know. It seems almost like taking advantage of someone. What, they give them away for free or they sell them over there? Mm -mm. I bet someone's making money on it. Free. I think it's a tax write-off. I mean, no one's probably making money, but probably no one's losing money. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't put it past them to make some money off of it. Well, I am just too much taller than you. Can you sit up like a person that sits up? Then why, why couldn't you do that the whole time? I don't know. I looked like I was like I, I looked like I was Andre I like the to Giant. Be comfortable. <sighs> I know, but you know what? When we're doing this, we just well, let's not be comfortable. Let's be you know. Well, it's too late now. The whole show, I looked like a, I was uh, Andre the Giant, and you were little Shush. Jimmy Hart. Nonsense. Nonsense. All right. So this has been episode. I think it's 
114, maybe it's 114. Let me check. I want to ask me. What? I don't know which it is. Oh, I thought you said no one asked you. No. Okay. This has been episode 114 of the Middle Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals, Dave and Shecky. Uh, if you have missed every other episode and you need 113 or so hours of entertainment, please head to our our website at uh, macpodcast.com where you can peruse all of our episodes. Some are music, some are movies, and so oh, so I'd say most are movies or music, but we also have a Conspiracies, Unsolved, Mysteries, and Deep Dark Secret series, which is my favorite. And uh, we also have a radio station, right, Dave? Mm-hmm. Tell them all about the radio station. Yeah. Why? Uh, it's a station. Okay. We have an online radio station at macradio.com, and it's literally a combination of our two uh, music libraries that we have amassed over the past couple of decades and uh, 30 gigabytes worth of stuff over there at macradio.com. There's a schedule where you can see what, you know, Funk Fridays, Live Track Saturdays, Union Jack Attack Monday through Friday, all of that stuff. There's a, a schedule for your viewing pleasure on macradio.com. And uh, anything else you wanted to say? Uh, no. Hmm. Nothing? No. All right. Uh, did you like this? Uh, it was enjoyable, although the subject matter was a little bit odd. You know, I thought it was Shark Week uh, appropriate, but I didn't realize they would be using a bang stick and it would kind of throw us into a funk almost immediately. No one wants to see a bang stick. Bang stick? Anyway. That uh, sounds like oh. something you buy in a head shop or a dispensary. It does? Yeah, let me get three bang sticks. How much are they each? Oh. $25 a piece. What? Well, yeah, it's a big one. I guess so. All right. Well, Or something you would get in a legal fireworks store. That I could see. I could see buying those. A dozen bang sticks. And it's like a 4th of July with a big shark on it. Inappropriate. Oh. An exploding shark. Like that's going to sell your product. Uh, okay. Well, I guess this is it for this episode Thank you for checking us out. Um, if you are listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever, this is a video version. So Stitcher, what is that? It's like a podcast aggregator. What's the name, though? Who comes up with that name? Oh, I don't know. Not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So, yes, this is a, this is a video podcast, so check us out on... YouTube, where you can see us and the actual video we're watching, unless it gets taken down for being gross. All right, that's it for this week. We will see you next time, America. This is the Dave and Shecky Show.